I would like to take my text from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24. I'm going to read from verse 36 to 39. Matthew 24, I'm reading from 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, know not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days they were before the, that, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. A couple of years ago, I had a wonderful time here in Portland, Oregon. And I was on my way back home. I was living in Chicago at the time. I was scheduled to take the last flight going out to Chicago. Made an effort to be at the airport. I was tired. I was looking forward to being at home. I, at, at that point in time, I was doing a lot of travel, and I had, had the pre-TSA, you know, the thing that you go through without being checked at the airport. And so I've got it. I've gone through the security, and I got to my gate, and I thought I have about uh, half an hour, 45 minutes to wait at the gate. And, and I, I thought, let me just use the bathroom and relax a little bit and come back out and see. Of course, I look at my gate. There were people waiting at the gate. And, I mean, I was thinking in my head, I still have about 45 minutes. Now, of course, I went into the bathroom, relaxed, and took my time. And when I came out, I stayed in the bathroom for maybe five, seven minutes. And when I came out, I looked up, and I found out that there was nobody at the gate. And I looked up, and the display says, flight departed. I was um, troubled. I was worried because I have a place I was going. I was going home. I wanted to be home. And I knew that that was the last flight that was checking out to Chicago. And I wanted to do everything to make sure that I get on that flight. And the, the thing I couldn't understand was I thought I had 45 minutes. I thought I had some out more time to sit and wait. Unfortunately, I came out and everybody was gone. Well, that experience taught me a lifetime lesson. Uh, it let me know that the coming of the Lord is at hand. And for those of us, by the grace of God, who are waiting, we need to wait 
conscious heart with a focus on Jesus. We need to set our affection. We need to have an enduring faithfulness to wait at the gates. Well, on that flight, I found out eventually that it wasn't that the flight has left. It's just that they changed the dates. But I learned that valuable lesson that day. You know, when we are saved, when we are called upon by God, and we are saved, we are going somewhere. We are going to heaven. You know, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he made them understand. He said, I am going to heaven. I am going to prepare a place for you. And I would come back so that I can take you. So that where I am, you may also be there. And then don't, don't forget that when Jesus was making those promises, the devil was having a plan as well too. The plan of the devil is to try to forfeit all that the Lord has promised us. The plan of the devil is to make sure that we don't make the portals of glory. Well, glory be to God. We serve a living God. We serve a God that has power to save and to keep. You know, Jesus was telling disciples, he said, where I am going, you know. And you know the way. We, we have found the way. The gospel is the way. We, we just need to stay in the way. We need to stay focused at the gates. Uh, we would get to heaven if we stay focused at the gate. You know, I thought about uh, Noah. God called him. And for 120 years, you can imagine, uh, somebody who has never seen rain before, uh, he's never rained before. And God told him, there's going to be rain. I'm going to destroy this world. And there has never been rapture before. But rapture is coming soon. Rapture is coming soon. But you know, just like in those days, but the people were wondering what's Noah talking about. But it didn't take long before they find out. You know, 120 years, it, it looks like a long time. But one day, Noah and his family got into the ark. And the Lord shut the ark. And it began to rain. And people find out truly the Lord was going to destroy the world. I thought that account was very important. That even while Jesus was teaching, while he was here on earth, he made reference to that. He said it was like those days, in the days of Noah, when people were drinking, when people were marrying, when people were doing the things they want to do. And suddenly, you know, God will try as much as possible not to catch us unawares. He will give us enough warning to get us prepared. And for those who have made effort, and those who would make effort to get prepared, I want to encourage you, stay at the gates. Stay focused. It's not going to be long anymore. You know, the things that Noah did, Jesus made reference to it, and even Paul, in his letters to the Hebrews, he regarded it as faith. He regarded it as Noah had faith. For 120 years, he stayed at the door. 
working for the Lord. You know, we live in the days where the normal things we do, the usual things we do, are beginning to distract us. And God wants us to remain focused. That's the purpose of God. Because we need to be ready for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 said, or 1 Corinthians 6, 12, he said something. He said, all things are lawful. But all, not, not all things are expedient. All things are, are lawful. And he told, it was okay for me to step aside and use the bathroom. It was a lawful thing. But that could cause distraction. And we want to think about some of the things that are lawful today. Some of the things that we think are, are good or causes us distractions as Christians. We need to have a focus. We need to know that we are waiting. But you know when you go to the airport, you're waiting. You know when the flight is going to take off. But these flights that we're about to take, uh, this, this flight, some people have taken the flight actually. But there are two flights. You're either traveling by the way of death or we're waiting for the rapture to come. And which, whichever way, God does not tell you when it's going to happen. You just need to be ready. And that's why we have the meetings. This is why we have revivals. And you want to make sure you, you read of your life of distractions within and without. And when I say read of your life, get rid of anything that might cause you to, to be distracted. But when you come to church, you have come to meet the Lord. Stay on that. Stay focused. But we are in a age where we just need to focus on God. Uh, we should, we should dis, dissuade ourselves away from our fables that don't help us, that doesn't get us anywhere. We want to get to heaven. But the devil is, in this day and age, is using uh, brethren to brethren to cause trouble, to cause distractions in the church. Look at how wonderful it is. The Lord has brought you. The Lord has brought me. He has saved you. He has saved, he has saved me. And then the devil will come and, and, and tend to distract us by just, um, the brother didn't greet me or he didn't say something that, um, uh, God help us. It causes disunity. He knows that God wants unity among brethren. And he would, he would use that to discourage you. Take your, way, your eyes away from the gate. And from the way that you just need to stay. In order for you to stay fully aware of the coming of the Lord. You need to spend your time and energy on Bible-based essential. We don't, we, don't, we don't read people here. We well. We, 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 we read people's life. We pray that our life would line up with the word of God. We, we, we base our life on the word of God. And may God not let you, may God not let me find faults in others that are calling themselves children of God. That we call ourselves children of God. Apart from, apart from your daily devotions, you, know, you want to make sure you are in church. But then there is a need for us to be in church all the time as we wait for the Lord. 
There is a need for us to be in Bible study. And the Bible says we should not forsake the assemblies of one another. This is a time to do that. This is a time we need to do that more. Set your mind to endure the challenges of this time and age. We're facing a lot of challenges. We pray that the Lord will help us to set our mind to be ready for the challenges of this day. And we need to make up our mind. And the, the people of the time past, they had their own challenges. And guess what? The Lord helped them. The Lord will help us too. You know, I read about the ten virgins. And Jesus told this parable. There were ten. Ten virgins that the Bible called them. I needed to read that passage again while I was getting ready. In fact, the Bible, Jesus said they slumber. And I, you, are you, are we not slumbering? Uh, the, 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 the cares of this world, the demand of job, the demand of this world, inflation, the things are happening around us are causing us to slumber. But we don't slumber spiritually. When we thank the Lord that Jesus said five of them were wise. How did they become wise? They had oil in their lamps. Oh, they had oil. And I was thinking, as I was reading, what happened to the five foolish virgins? But they were waiting. They were at the gates. They checked through the security. They were waiting. But they didn't have oil. And while they were slumbering, and while the world was in commotion in the night, uh, the Bible says there was a great cry. Oh, the bridegroom is here. Oh, when the trumpet would sound, I pray you would hear. I pray I would hear. But the five uh, wild, wise virgins, uh, they, they trimmed their love. Uh, because there was oil in it. It was still burning. The Spirit of God was still there. You know the things we talk about. It's going to come to reality. We, we talk about it day in and day out. I, I've had some two experiences while traveling with my wife abroad. Two experiences that really shook me too, just like the experience that I saw the flight departed. Um, we, we were going home for my dad's funeral. We were at the airport. We had everything. We had the passport. And at the last point of checking in, they told my wife she couldn't travel with me because her passport has about five months to expire. Um, she, well, we begged, we pleaded, they said it has to be more than six months. And she did all the crying she could. Yeah, you know how that goes? And, and when I saw that we were not going to be successful with that, I called the passport office and they said she didn't come in and get an emergency passport the following day. But it dawned on me that we, we could get to a point in life where we're just about the gates and we can miss it. So recently we went to London to see my father-in-law. We were coming back. We all got back to Hitro. Same time. We needed to have our this COVID thing, um, negative. They didn't send us the report, that uh, the result on time. I was waiting for my wife again. My wife again. Um, was waiting. And my daughter. And we were praying. Because we've been sick of COVID before we traveled. And I was just, Lord, and she was the only one that was not sick. Just as we got 
into the airport, the results came. And guess what? My wife again. And I looked and God told me, God used those incidents to tell me that there is going to be a day of separation. It is only those who are waiting, those who are ready, those who are at the door, those who are praying, those who are seeking, that would make it. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I used to tell my children, I encouraged them, I said, I want you to make heaven. I want you to get to heaven. I said, this plea that I make, I'm pleading to you now, I can only do it now. When we get to heaven, I, I, I wouldn't worry that if somebody doesn't make it. If you guys make it and I don't make it, uh, I will be the one to ruin for life. I want you to make it. George, we pray we all make it. That's why we are here. If you're not ready, get your documents ready. What's your document? You need salvation. That's all God is asking for. And stay faithful. Stay true. Focus your attention on Christ-centered goals and priorities. Then you discipline yourself to stay at it. How long are you going to have to stay at it? But you know, it's exciting. I love special meeting. You hear wonderful testimonies. I found out last night that someone has been staying at it for 74 years. Faithfully. Now, I saw the old man this morning and I asked him, I said, 74 years? He said, yes. And he said, 72 years married. You can only find that in Jesus Christ. You can only find that in the gospel. You can't find that anywhere. And this only exists in Jesus Christ. But when you are saved, you would plan your life. Young folks, get, get the idea. It's, it's, not, it's not difficult. And you know the wonderful thing about uh, these 74 years? I thought about some of us that are coming in after 74 years. There is still room for everybody. You know this flight? It's not, it's not the one that is taken by a number of people that say the flight can only take 250 or 350. You know, this flight is available for everybody. It can take you. It can take old. It can take young people. All we need to do is get saved and stay at the gates. You know, there's a song that we used to sing. And that song sometimes is... Uh, sang uh, mostly in funerals. Uh, it says, look for me on the other side. We're going on the other side. But I wanted to, I just wanted to add to that song that you wouldn't need to look for me on the other side. I will be there. You will be there. You know, if we're ready, if we are staying faithful, and if we are focused on Christ, if you would make effort to ask the Lord to help you tonight, to stay focused at the gate, you will not miss it. You will not. A few years ago, we were inhabiting here, and my daughter was in the was in the cabin, and was I was just walking by. I didn't know she was there, and I laughed. And Jackie said, "You know, I told my friend that's my dad. She doesn't need to see me to know that I'm the one laughing. She knows how I laugh loud." 
when we get to heaven, I don't need to look for you. If you've been faithful, I just need to, to rejoice with you. And let's take advantage of, of, of making sure we get our documents ready tonight. Let's, let's, let's make a, a, a advantage. Let's take the advantage to come to the altar and ask God, help me to stay true. I, I am tired. I am slumbering. Well, you can hold my hand. And you know what? The Lord can do that. We have a song of invitation. And we have an opportunity to, to, to pray tonight. And I know that if you cry out with all your heart, if you stand for us, we'll be singing one day in glory. As we sing uh, 479.